1: One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock
2: the boat. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, I am a boat. Rock,
0: rock, rock.
2: In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. my prayer,
4: O
3: Lord, I... and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the
2: day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. Rise
5: up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the, the wicked, how long will the wicked chime?
2: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of His I story. hate the work of those who follow Now, will make known your faithfulness to all generations. I will defy tyrant. I will defy tyrant. I will defy tyrant.
6: And with that, good afternoon, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show. And uh, this is where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina the editor at sons of liberty Media.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here this afternoon. Bradley is doing something or finishing up something over in Fort Mill, South Carolina, just down the road. Uh, great to spend time with him and his family yesterday. Uh, we, went, <laughs> we went out and we were starved. And I think we had about, gosh... Eight extra large pizzas and 32 wings between our two families last <laughs> night. Uh, it was really, really good and a good time of fellowship. And of course, he was broadcasting live out of the house here. Actually, just behind the green screen here. For those of you, just to give you a little, little heads up. See, this is how the magic works, right? Uh, you just pop that in there for those on the video platforms. In any case, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And uh, if you head over to SonsLibertyMedia.com, if you're looking to join us on the video platforms, uh, left side of the page there, and you'll see Sons of Liberty, click on the play button, and you're good to go. Enlarge that on whatever device you've got. Click on the Rumble if you want to join us in the in the chat. On the video platforms, there is a place where you guys can congregate over at Discord. The link is in on the video descriptions of the, the platforms that that's on. All you got to just click on that. Make sure you got the app on your computer or your, your device, and you can join it over there, too. And I'm, I'm trying to watch all you guys. I've got like three different chat things on. So I'm trying to pay attention to that. Uh, but you can do that. You can also catch this morning show. Uh, Charlotte Isserbeet, uh, we, were, we were remembering her. Uh, she went on into her reward uh, earlier in February. And uh, this is the lady who exposed the Soviet education system coming into the United States. She also exposed the Skull and Bones membership. Uh, you know, we... I'd forgotten she pointed that out, but she's, she exposed that. So that archive is not up at com just yet, but you'll, you'll be able to still uh, watch the video there on there. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter, which is right under that. And then if you would like to support us, there's a donate button at the top of the page. There's also a way where you can support us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. Please be think, thinking about doing that. You guys are the reason we're out here. You know, the Lord uses his people to keep his other people out there doing the stuff that we've got to do. Uh, And so if you would consider that, we would greatly appreciate it. And by the way, uh, those of you supporting, you're not only helping this broadcast and the Internet page that we have, but uh, Bradley being going and speaking to high school and college students today and taking them the message of our Christian constitutional heritage and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Also, our T-shirts are on sale this week. Resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. The T-shirts, they're in blue and also in red. Normally, $20, you can save 10% with the promo code RESIST. Now, if you forget any of this, this will be up in the archive later on at com. tonight. Be sure to sign up for the email so you get that. And uh, you can do that through Saturday night at midnight. That'll be how long the RESIST code is good for for 10% off these shirts. Also, we've got the Dangerous Freedom t-shirts out, long sleeve and short sleeve. The long sleeve are by your request by... T- you know so if you've been requesting that now you got the chance to get it all right so be sure and pick those up uh real quickly just going to hit these titles if you want to check them out on liberty media.com and then we're going to get in our topic on the second segment and we're going to have our friend Bill Evans the truck driver theologian you guys love Bill I love Bill I love to t- we can just sit and talk for hours but uh we're going to have him on and we're going to talk about a particular topic and if you want to call in the number is 1866 582 9933. 1 582 9933. We'll be doing that in the second segment throughout the rest of the show. Real quickly, some headlines on sonslibertymedia.com. Here we go again. This is uh, Bradley's new one from today. Governor Ron DeSantis, the people's freedom fighter, turns on the people again. We also got the state of our nation. Things are getting worse, not better. Also at sonslibertymedia.com, war censorship. The official narrative is already crafted. Of course it is. They're playing it out. They're even having to come behind whatever is real that's going on. And they're coming behind it and faking news. I mean, they're just faking it, fabricating it out of thin air. Then we also have head-to-toe deficiencies and correcting them with Kate Shimrani. Now, the reason I put this one in here is on Saturday, we had the show with her. And she mentioned the fulvic. uh, What is that stuff? Let me bring it up here. The fulvic humic acid. Okay, and I told you we've got friends who are who are believers at Pruitt's Tree Resin. They're offering what you know you would go in another country. Usually, you get it from. You might pay sixty bucks for like four ounces or something. They're offering a pound for one hundred fifty dollars. And my friend David over there, uh, who runs things, him and his dad, they gave a promo code to you guys. If you, because some of you have asked me what was that stuff and where can I get it. Well, this is where you can get it. If you use the promo code H. As in Harry, P is in Papa. Nineteen ninety-three. You'll get fifteen percent off for a limited time, and then that'll drop down to ten. But for now, you can get a pound of it uh, for fifteen percent off. So I just wanted to throw that in there because some of you guys have uh, made mention of that. So I want to toss that to you. After the break, the truck driver theologian is going to be on. We're going to be talking about why is God given the United States wicked? Representatives one eight six six five eight two nine nine three three sons of the Liberty radio dot com sons dot com. Hang on, we'll be right back.
4: ready
0: to set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men well start your engines with some high octane truth telling on the sons of liberty morning show we'll bring you news and commentary from a christian worldview using the bible and the constitution not to see who's on the right or on the left but who is on the straight and narrow get on the inside track every weekday at 6 a.m eastern and saturdays at 8 a.m eastern on sonsoflibertymedia.com
2: Bradley Dean and the Sons of Liberty are fighting the good fight of faith to make sure that freedom is preserved for our posterity for generations to come. For our radio program, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and our media website, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com we are reaching the masses both nationally and internationally with the message of the gospel and the truth of our biblical and constitutional heritage. At SonsOfLibertyRadio.com you will find out how to book Bradley Dean to speak at an event near you how you can support us in reaching America with this uncompromising message and how to become a son or daughter of liberty where you can financially support the work of the Sons of Liberty on a monthly basis and join with us in this fight to restore our nation. Check out Sons of Liberty Media.com as well, which has all the important news and information going on in the world today. There you will find the black and white truth without all the lies you'll see in the mainstream media. Sons of Liberty Radio.com and Sons of Liberty Media.com. informative, easy to use, and a little fun too. Two sites that will change your life. Visit them today.
5: It's a jungle out there, disorder and confusion everywhere. No one seems to care. Well, I do. Hey, who's in charge here? Yeah, it's a jungle out there, and you need Wisconsin Christian News, a Christian newspaper that is not just filled with poetry and recipes. We print the truth, and we're not afraid to do it. If you're sick of the nonsense, subscribe today. You need this. I could be wrong now, but I don't think so. WisconsinChristianNews.com. Are you ready to retire? Inflation is picking up, markets are volatile, and the dream of a comfortable retirement is harder to attain than ever before. The stock market goes up and down is beyond your control. But you're at a point in your life where you can't afford to make big financial mistakes. I'm Al Ibarra, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Our investment strategy allows you to go up with the stock market, lock in your gains, and when the stock market goes down, your investment won't lose a dime. This works for your investments savings at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to help build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and literally never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text free to 833-898-0500. Text free to 833-898-0500.
6: Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. If you'd like to call in 1-866-582-9933, 1-866-582-9933. You can comment as long as we're on the subject here. Why has God given the United States wicked representatives? Well, there's, a, there's an old quote by John Calvin. It goes, when God wants to judge a nation, he gives them wicked rulers. Now, in America, we don't have rulers. Okay, We don't have rulers. We have representatives. We have people who are representing the people. And uh and this is a this is a biblical foundation. This is what we talk about when we say that Adam was our federal head, and in you know, as the old primer, New England primer used to say uh that in uh in Adam all fell. I forget the specific little rhyme that it made, but it was doing for A was for Adam. And uh in, in him all fell. But in Christ all live, right? Those who are in Christ come out of Adam, and they are now in Christ. And so what what Calvin was saying was, you know, it's amazing to me the disconnect that some Christians have. They they go in and they and when Donald Trump got in office, knowing his his history and his character and everything, Christians said, oh, God has put him in there. Now, they didn't say that when Barack Hussein Obama, Sator Sabarka went in office. They didn't say that. They said, no, no, no. God would never put somebody like that in office. And they didn't say that when Joe Biden's in office and any of you who listen to I don't know, five minutes of that. I can you call it a speech last night? Some of you would say, no, 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 God didn't put him in there. Oh, yes, he did. And he has a good reason for it. And we're going to talk about that today. And, uh, you know, I I talked, I called Bill up and I said, Bill, let's do a show together. You know, I was thinking we'd do one for the morning. And he goes, well, you want me to do it today? And I said, well, if you want to do it today, we'll do it. And I said, I'm going to be on Covering for Bradley. And so Bill was very gracious to join us. And I want to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, Bill Evans, the truck driver theologian. Hey, Bill.
4: Good afternoon.
6: Yep. Now, Bill told me he was in the batter's box. I didn't have a name there. Oh, they put it in there now. He said he was in the batter's box. He's ready to go. And Bill, here's one of the things I want to start out with. Because as soon as people hear this kind of talk, they go, well, wait a minute. I know the devil's in charge of the world because he's the God of this world and blah, blah, blah. And they'll cite verses out of context and things. And yet we're told that when Jesus left the earth and he gave the Great Commission, one of the things he said is, I'm sending you out to the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe all I've commanded. Uh, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. He tells them this kind of stuff to go out there and all authority is given to him where? In heaven and on earth, and therefore that's why they can go, because that authority's been given to Christ. One of the things that he says that people misconstrue, and maybe let's kick this off with this, comes from John chapter 18. And there we see that Jesus is before Pilate. And Pilate says to him, Pilate entered the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him. Saying, Thou this thing of thys sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it of thee of me? And Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me, what hast thou done? And Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now is my kingdom not from hence. So he's telling where it's he's speaking to where it's from, not where it's come to. And Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? And Jesus answered, Thou sayest I am a king. To this end I was, was I born, and for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice, and Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had sent and when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find in him no fault at all, but ye have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover, will ye therefore I release unto you the king of the Jews. Now, Bill, let's roll it this way. Why has God sent us wicked men like Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, both of them, uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump? Why has he sent these men in among the people of the United States?
4: Well, I don't want to start out by assuming what I'm asserting. Uh, many people would argue, "Well, let's deal those people are not from God." Let me let let them hear from Scripture. It's better for me to speak ten of God's words than ten thousand of my own. Amen. This is from the prophet. This is the, from the prophet Daniel, talking about God's installation of Nebuchadnezzar, a wicked pagan ruler, who probably was saved at the end of his reign. In uh, Daniel chapter four, we read of it his profession of faith, but God raised up Nebuchadnezzar and gave him dominion over all the nations of the ancient Near East, and, and, and he did it specifically to destroy Jerusalem in 586 B.C. Now, this is what Daniel, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says regarding who is in control of nations and dynasties and kingdoms at any given time. He says, let the, and Daniel said, let the name of God be blessed forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to him. It is He.'" changes the times and epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness. Now, in another place, uh, in the book of Isaiah, uh, Isaiah, under the inspiration of scriptures, is chiding... the world and its rulers and and God's people because they're complaining about Cyrus. Now Cyrus was another pagan king. He was a, a Persian king and God raised him up specifically to defeat Babylon and to release the people of God, send them back to Canaan and to pay for the rebuilding of the temple. And he says and uh, Isaiah by the Holy Spirit says woe to the one who quarrels with his maker. An, earthenwell, an earthenware vessel among the vessels of earth, will the clay say to the potter, What are you doing? Or the thing you're making say, He has no hands. Or to him who says to his father, What are you begetting? Or to a mother, What are you giving birth? Then he says to me, uh, dro- dropping down in Isaiah 45 9 down to 22 Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. Uh, I am God, there is no other. I have sworn by myself. Uh, the word has gone forth from my mouth; I will not turn back. That to me every knee will bow, and every tongue will swear allegiance, and they will say to me, "Only in the Lord are righteousness and strength." And he's talking about how he has raised up. Um. Um. In in chapter forty-five of Isaiah, many people thought this was talking about Donald Trump, believe it or not. But it's because he was forty-five. I'm not
6: surprised. Uh,
4: Although, bear in mind that when the scriptures were written, there were no chapter, verse, designations. So that was purely gratuitous. But then he says uh, in Isaiah, chapter 60, verse 12, one of my favorite verses. For the nation and the kingdom which will not serve you will perish, and the nations will be utterly destroyed. Now, uh, he's... He's talking about serving Cyrus. Now, he also yeah. means serving God, but serving Cyrus. Now, let's jump over to Jeremiah seventeen, seventeen five. 5. Thus said the Lord, Curses the man who trusts in mankind, and makes flesh his strength, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. And I would just recommend to your readers, Job chapter 12, verses 10 through the end of the chapter, where you have a play-by-play uh, diagram, if you will, game plan of how God destroys nations by giving them, by making fools their rulers. So when we look at a situation like a Joe Biden administration, or a Barry Satoro administration, or a Donald Trump administration, whether good or bad, we... we the credit or the responsibility is on God. The, the, reformed, the Protestant reformer John Calvin said that when God judges a nation, he gives them wicked rulers. And so when we see the, uh, the, the, the tyranny, the, uh, the deviations, the, the lawlessness of those who, quote-unquote, have been placed in positions of authority uh, in our country, we need to ask ourselves, we need to look in the mirror and say, God, what have I done? You know, if you if people, if people are familiar with the prayer of Nehemiah, when he came back, when they came back to the promised land, the first thing they did, they looked at the state of Jerusalem. It was torn down. The walls were gone. It was a rubble. The temple was gone. And and he prays this heart-wrenching, sincere prayer of not only confessing his sin, but the sin of his people. That's right. So judgment begins in the house of God. We are to be the head and not the tail. Yep. When God when God is cursing a nation, it is as likely to be because of the idolatry of God's people as it is the idolatry of the unbelievers.
6: That's right. Bill, hang on just a second. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back on the other side. If you want to call in, one 582 9933 one 582 9933 Sons of Sons of Liberty SonsofLibertyB- Media dot com. Be right back on the other side.
4: Stop
1: aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength.
0: USA Radio News with
3: John Hunt. The United Nations General Assembly voted to reprimand Russia over its invasion of Ukraine and demand that Moscow stop fighting and withdraw its military forces immediately. United States Ambassador to the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield.
0: We've seen videos of Russian forces moving exceptionally lethal weaponry into Ukraine, which has no place on the battlefield. That includes cluster munitions and vacuum bombs, which are banned under the Geneva Convention.
3: The General Assembly voted 141 in favor and five opposed, with 35 nations abstaining. Okay. Looks like These
6: people sound like the force British, force British fighting the colonists. Oh, you can't fight from, tree from tree behind the rocks and, and trees so and, so trees and so so everywhere. You got to wear red and, and march and in a straight line, down line down like down some down good honorable soldiers. What in the... I mean... These are no, these weapons are not allowed on the battlefield. I mean, USA. come on, people. The, the devil talks you to you like German that and then gets you into a spot Illinois, where he can beat you. Hearing... Oh, the name of Jesus isn't welcome here on the Jackson, spiritual Jackson, battlefield. Jackson, the Same kind of stuff Jackson, there. But what are people listening to? I just it just is amazing. It really is. The Sorry, is. I get as frustrated Senators
3: determine whether or not she will replace Justice Stephen Breyer, who is set to retire at the end of the court's term. And even higher interest rates are on the way, as Fed Chair Jerome Powell said he supports a traditional quarter-point increase in the Federal Reserve's benchmark short-term interest rate rather than a larger increase at this time that some policymakers are proposing. However, Powell did open the door to a bigger hike in the event that inflation, which has reached a four-decade high, doesn't noticeably decline by the end of the year. The Fed Chair also cautioned that the economic consequences of Russia's invasion of Ukraine may affect the Fed's policies. You've made it halfway through the work week, and this is USA Radio News.
2: What kind of help does the IRS have for identity theft victims?
3: If you suspect you're a victim of tax-related identity theft, go to irs.gov slash identity theft to learn how to prevent potential refund fraud and protect your tax account. At the IRS, combating tax-related identity theft is a top priority, and we are committed to prevention, detection, and assisting victims, and we're working with law enforcement to catch the criminals. For more info, go to irs.gov slash
0: identity theft to learn what the IRS is doing to help protect you. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man you your dog walker your cat jogger while one in three adults has pre-diabetes with early diagnosis pre-diabetes can be reversed take the risk test at do i have pre brought to you by the ad council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners
6: Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. Uh, we are talking about why has God given the United States wicked representatives? And on the line with me is my good friend, Bill Evans, the truck driver theologian, as we like to call him. I, I just affectionately call him Bill. You know, he's he's my friend. And um, and Bill, we're, before we went in the break, you were giving some, some foundation here for, I, I guess me, I like to go ahead and be provocative at the first and then explain why I'm provocative. You're kind of laying that foundation here. Excuse me. When we began with John, we went to Daniel, we went to Isaiah, we went to Jeremiah, we went to you were concluding with Job, and I'll let you finish that thought because of the break time coming up. That whatever happens happens in God's providence, and I was explaining this to uh, one of the listeners uh, of the Sons of Liberty yesterday. We, We he called me and we had a little conversation. I was talking about you know men when they're wicked, they're responsible for that, but God has. a a will that has not been revealed. He's got a will that tells us what we should be doing, but we don't know everything of what's going on and why it goes on. And that's what we call his secret will. He doesn't do that. And so anything that happens is part of his decree or it doesn't happen. It doesn't have a purpose. And I think that's what you were setting things up was if we have good rulers or we have wicked rulers, God has placed them in those positions for a specific purpose. Do I have that right?
4: Yeah, for either a blessing or for judgment, discipline.
6: Yeah, and so when and we, it's against, when we and see it's, what and, doing, it's right?
4: not, and it's against the people of God. Judgment begins in the house of God. Now, to people who want to argue that God is not responsible for the bad things in the world, um, I think they need to go back and read the Scripture. He says in Lamentations, is it not from my hands? He said, if there's a plague, if there is a trouble in the city, is it not from my hand that both good right. and he'll go forth? Yep. Daniel in, in Ephesians 1, Paul under the inspiration of the Spirit says uh, affirms that God accomplishes all things after the counsel of his will. There are no contingencies to God. Now, open theists, people who want to dispute that, they say, well, no, no, that's that's God can't overcome your will. Then why do you pray for your lost? Loved ones, if God can't overcome their will, why are you asking God to save them? It's a, it's entirely up to them. But back to the issue at hand, the point being is that when when we when we have trouble in this in this country, it, it's you know people have asked me as a truck driver, why aren't you up there in the convoy? Uh, right now, I'm sitting up on the top of a mountain in the Southern Rockies. Snow on the ground, 73 degrees, absolutely clear blue sky. On my way from San Francisco to Atlanta, but why I'm not in the convoy is because it's not a prayer meeting. Uh, you know, if we want if we want relief, we need to cry out to the God of Heaven. Amen. We need to repent. We need to repent of our sin and our apathy. Why we have 48 going on 49 years of legalized child sacrifice why we have allowed those who we call our representatives to uh to blaspheme the lord by overturning god's definition of marriage by confusing by 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 countenancing sex traffic uh, across the border and with our ukrainian puppet state we have you know why we have allowed those who presumably represent us, call good evil and evil good. That is why the the nation is in the state that it's in, and I believe that God has given us uh, these these wicked individuals uh, who are clearly fools, who are clearly without a moral compass, who clearly don't know God, that he's given us them to buffet us, to scourge us until we will put on sackcloth and ashes, you know, figuratively speaking, and cry out to God and saying, Lord, what must we do?
6: Yeah, let, let, let let me touch on that just a second, Bill, because what I continually see in a lot of these conservative chats, Telegram, Facebook, whatever, it's, oh, there's a red wave coming. What they mean is they want the arm of the flesh. They want the GOP to solve this, and they don't realize they've made the greatest enemy they could have. And I'm not talking about Islamists or communists, or the LGBTQ RSTV WXYZ agenda, or any of that stuff that you make, they have made God their enemy, and they've they've done it. You know, our pastor was teaching on um, mentioning the third commandment and taking the names Lord and the, the God's name in vain. He God didn't mean using GD or using it as a, a slang or a curse word. What he meant was you claim that you are mind, but you behave as though you are the devil's. And, you know, we look to Psalm chapter two, and one of the things we see there is he says, Be wise now, therefore, O kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. And it's talking about of God, not of the king, but of God. And... It, that, that's talking about kings. How much more should the people do? And I think that's what you're saying now. How should the people be examining themselves instead of pointing the finger at like what I saw with some of these guys about Joe Biden last night? They're pointing the finger, making jokes, telling how bad he is. And yet they're not looking at themselves as how wicked they are for not bringing justice Upon the heads of the wicked, when they're entrusted yeah. to do that, as those who are represented, yeah, for, deserve, for, for
4: deserving that kind yes. of. Right. We, in other words, God gives a, God gives us. I, I maintain He not only gives us the kind of, type of government we deserve, He gives us the type of government we really want. That's right, because we want we want to go to the government for when we're you know for a bailout if 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 your if your town is destroyed in a tornado. We go to the government. We look to the government rather than looking to our neighbor, looking to the Christians around us, uh, the people of the book that should have all the answers because we have God's word. So you're absolutely right. Our greatest existential threat uh, to this nation is not Putin. It's not Xi Jinping. It's not Corona. It's not an asteroid. It's not aliens. It is a holy God whose law has been mocked. Whose name has been blasphemed and who and whose image has been sacrificed on the altar of convenience.
6: That's right. Somebody will say amen in the chat over that. That's exactly what's happened. And the people still, you know, I hear the spiritual overtones that people have. Oh God and Jesus and all this stuff, but they still have this issue of where they're wanting to come in, and they're wanting man to save them, to do for them what they will not do for themselves. And the first place starts with us as those who claim the name of Christ to examine ourselves, to repent of our sin before God, and then to ask God to fight our battles on our behalf. And, boy, we have really missed the boat on that uh, big time in the United States.
4: Or, Tim, just simply to to baptize uh, human efforts with Jesus' name.
6: Yep, there's that, too.
4: Basically, They want to take their humanistic, uh, pragmatic, political schemes and just baptize them, Christianize them by saying, in Jesus' name, calling God to be a witness to our, our, our madness, our lunacy. Instead of looking to God's Word to say, what does God's Word offer us in terms of how we are to resolve these problems?
6: Well, let's let's do this. Let's set up cuz we're going to take a break here in just a couple of minutes. But let's set up another part. You know, I read that about the kingdom and uh where where Jesus said his kingdom is not from here. So I want to touch on that just a little bit in the next in the in the final segment here. I want to touch on that just a little bit what he's actually saying. And then there's another one that's often misquoted out of context and that comes from Luke chapter 20 verses 22 through 28. And in the midst of that, and he said unto them, Render, therefore, unto Caesar the things which be Caesar's, and unto the gods the things which be God's. And you know what, Bill? This one always drives me nuts, too. Because the people don't understand, first of all, they're trying to trick Jesus. Second of all, Jesus responds to them addressing an issue that I believe is idolatry. They're on the side of Caesar to get what they want from Caesar, but they hate Caesar. They they want to rebel against Caesar. They want to overthrow Caesar. In fact, they think the Messiah is coming to do that. And yet Jesus points them to the coin and said, whose image is on there? And they've been told in the second commandment, you shall not make an image of a a likeness of anything that is in heaven above on the earth below or on the the waters under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them for I, the Lord, am your, uh, your God, am a jealous God. Visiting the iniquity upon the children of the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. So he tells them, don't be idolaters. And he also follows that up later on with, you can't serve God and money. You're going to hate one, love the other. And so this is some of the stuff I want to get to because these are the responses some people have, Bill. They say, well, we've got to just you know surrender to Caesar because this is Caesar's stuff and blah, 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 blah. Do you want to go ahead and take a stab at that, and then we'll pick it up in the, in the final segment here?
4: Well, uh, obviously Jesus is deflecting, like you said. They're, they're trying to trick Jesus. And um, to the first point, uh, my kingdom is not of this world. He had said to, to Pilate, you have no authority in, over me unless it had not been given to you by another. That's right. No one gave, no one gave Jesus his authority. He is not running for, for king. He is not running for God. He His authority is inherently his because he is the second person of the Godhead. He, is the, he, he created all things. Nothing that exists was created without him. He is the Word of God. Amen. So Jesus' authority is his own authority. No one gives it to him. He didn't inherit it. He didn't win an election. As to the issue of give to Caesar things that are Caesar's, the problem is, is nothing is Caesar's. Everything
6: is that's God. That's exactly right. That, that, no, that's exactly right. And I think when you say whose image is on there and they say Caesar's, give it to Caesar and, and to God, the things that are God's. Well, what's, what is Caesar's? Everything that Caesar has, he's gotten from somebody a, else. He's, he's taken from somebody else in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's ultimately God's because eventually what's he going to do? He's going to leave it behind, just like everybody else. Bill, hang on. We're going to come up on the final segment here. If you want to call in, you wanna, you got a comment on this, you got a question you want to ask, uh, Bill's available, um, 1-866-582-9933. 1-866-582-9933. dot com, And we'll finish up with the final segment right after this.
0: At the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. All we do is made possible by the generosity of faithful supporters like you. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call one 866 233 or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses
5: like this. In this crazy world of social media, buzzfeeds, fake news, and political propaganda, we need a watchdog. Someone to stand up and shout, if need be, on behalf of truth and our historical Christian roots. Bradley Dean is that watchdog, and that's why I support Sons of Liberty Radio.
0: Become a son or daughter of liberty at sonsoflibertyradio.com.
1: no matter if supply lines are down product deliveries are slow and that most everything costs more these days you still have neck and shoulder pain right good news sunnybay has new products that target neck and shoulder pain products that are in stock now ready to ship anywhere now like our extra-long neck heating pads. They provide soothing relief to painful, sore necks and backs. You can heat them in a microwave oven, and they come in a variety of colors and patterns. And for stress relief, get our lavender-scented, hands-free neck wraps. Or maybe you need one of our smaller, lower back wraps.
6: I gotta tell you, DLive Live—that's the best. Has the best chat now. The guys going on over there. You guys are great. Uh, Rumble, you're great too. But uh, these guys are just knocking it out over there. Uh, we're on, just let people know we're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com. Don't want to forget those guys. Rumble, at Sons of Liberty Radio Live, and also on DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. Now we've got with us Bill Evans, the truck driver theologian. And Bill, you kind of crammed the answer. Now I wanted to stretch that out over the last you know, a few minutes that we have together. And I've already got people, Bill, I don't know where you're at. You, you said you're in the Rockies or somewhere. And I think when we talked with you earlier, you're a little further South than that. But um, <clears throat> in any case, they're saying we want some overtime. So I don't know if you want to stay over or not. We can set that up. If you want to do that for a few minutes, we don't want to keep you long, Yeah. but uh, we can do that. One, okay. We'll, 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 we'll go over, over to overtime. So you guys listening by way of radio, if you want to pick us up, go to rumble sons of Liberty radio live. Will also be on before it's News.com, top of the page, DLive.TV at the Sons of Liberty, and you can also catch us on uh, sonsoflibertymedia dot again top of the page there. So we're going to pick up after we finish the show here on the radio. Bill, <clears throat> I know you didn't get to see any of last night's State of the Union. My son and I was sitting here finishing up some stuff because I wanted to go to bed. I was just I have this thing on certain. I watched items. a
4: few. I watched a few. I watched a few gaffes.
6: Okay. All right. So, yeah, I don't even think it's gaffes. I just don't think – I think the guy is a really a true-life Manchurian candidate. I really think he's that. But, you know, I heard one of the first things he said right out of the gate, like within the first two minutes, he says, you know, freedom triumphs over tyranny. And I'm thinking, dude, you've been one pushing tyranny since before you got in office. You were pushing it for eight years with Barry. And you've been pushing it in the four years you weren't in office and you were pushing it while you were a senator and you're pushing it now. You've been pushing it over the last year and you've been pushing this this tyranny, this uh, which is lawlessness, ungodliness. You've been pushing all this stuff. And yes, freedom is going to triumph over that, Joe. It's going to do that. But I kind of wonder when we're hearing this, you have you have made an appeal to the people. Not to submit to it. You know, there are people out there, Bill, who say, well, the World Economic Forum is planning this, and Bill Gates is planning this, and the United Nations is planning this. And look, we point out that they're planning those things. We just have a greater gospel. The good news is that Christ can triumph over that, and not at the end of time how people talk about, but he triumphs over those things through his people. 1 Corinthians 15, he's subduing all of his enemies under his feet, and he'll continue to do so. And so, what is the what is the American's people role, The American people's role in all of this, because you're saying God is using it as a discipline to His people, a scourge. You use the term, a discipline to His people, kind of like we do with our kids. We give them a a, a spanking and tell them, "Look, you don't do things that way" to correct them. What what are the people not hearing, Bill? What are they
4: not hearing?
6: Yeah, what are they not hearing? Because on the Sons of Liberty, we we talk about this. What are they not hearing that they're not responding to? Why do they keep going off after their favorite politician, as though the politician is going to do for them what they won't do that God's commanded them to do themselves?
4: Well, the the heart of man is a is an idle factory, and we, I mean, look at look at the the legacy of the nation of Israel, which has been given us in the older covenant. The Old Testament, we see a nation that experiences an exodus, miraculous feeding and, and sustenance for forty years, uh, the, the total, God totally crushing their enemies and giving them a land with milk and honey, and yet what do they what did they continuously do? Uh, you know we don't have to blame Satan for anything that's going on. Our man's total depravity, his own wicked heart. Is quite sufficient to account for all the problems that we see in the world today. You know, God said before he destroyed the, the, the world in Genesis chapter 6, he said he saw that the, uh, that all the thoughts of, uh, of, the, of a man's heart were evil continuously. You know, our heart uh, is, we're we are leaky buckets. We are wayward. We are by nature, we are by nature children of wrath. Now, we've been, those who are in Christ have been forgiven. They've been clothed in His righteousness. They've been seated with Him in heavenly places. But by nature, we are wayward. We are. I mean, uh, they don't. They don't call it the terrible twos for nothing. I mean, uh, 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 there may have been. There may in human history may have been some child who was a perfect baby, but I never met one. And and the, and the point is, is that we are. We're 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 delinquents. We're rebels at, by nature. We inherited that nature, and while the grace of God, uh, uh, you know, has given us, uh, has written His law upon our hearts, and given us a spirit to long after Him, and has given us the gifts of faith and repentance, trust after Christ, nevertheless, life is a never-ending course correction. We're always having to adjust our, our, our behavior because by nature, we, we just tend to run off course. That's, that's the way it is. And um, so, you know, ultimately, you know, I, I, as I've gotten older, and I am old enough to say that I'm older, um, I, I, I it it's gotten pretty simple for me. You know, Solomon said at the end of the book of Ecclesiastes, fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And uh, none of us live, but our lives are like a flicker. They're like a vapor, a, a wisp, like grass that... Sprouts and then dies. Uh, history is going to go on. Uh, our marching orders are very simple. Uh, love Christ, trust Christ, proclaim Christ, obey Christ, and serve others in Christ's name. That's our marching orders. And uh, that appears to be, aside from big, grand Proposals and crusades and and uh, and initiatives that appears to be the way God uses to change the world by changing people's lives is by us living in obedience to Christ, uh, obeying His commandments. By that I mean His moral law, how we should live, uh, trusting Him. You know, I, I'm I'm struck I'm struck today. You know that that we have a nation and a culture that is gripped in fear and in pragmatism, and, uh, and, and I'm, we're told in, in Hebrews 11 that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's right. So we must be people of faith. We must trust that God is in control, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, and that we order our steps aright. We follow him. We live lives of humility and service and praise, and we leave the big stuff to him.
6: Well, that's that's exactly right. We do our duty before him and leave the results up to him. And uh, somebody has said, you know, don't blame God. And you're right, Charlotte, don't blame God. We're not blaming God. We're saying he is the one who has orchestrated how things should work. And when, he has told us, I set before you life and death. Choose life. What do men do? They choose death. They want to be lawless, they want to be rebellious. you know there was an old saying uh, I think there was a it was a police investigator, a detective, and I think it came from him, but he said basically, if you left a little baby alone, it would turn into a little savage if you didn't offer correction and discipline to it, it would kill you, choke you out, and cut your head off if you didn't change his diaper if it, if it was strong enough to do that that is what is within the human heart. people are not uh They don't sin. They're not sinners because they sin. They sin because they are sinners. They are that by nature, and they bring that out. And uh, so I think that's exactly right. We have to examine ourselves. We have to see, are we walking in the way? Are we on the straight and narrow? Are we on the broad road that leads to destruction? And many people are deceived, Bill, in thinking, I'm on the broad road because, quote unquote, I accepted Jesus. I asked Jesus in my heart all this other stuff. And yet the Bible says, wait a minute, you must be born again and you must repent of your sin. You're called, you're commanded. Not not. It's not a suggestion to you. It is a command. You're to repent of your sin. And if you don't repent of your sin, you remain in your sin. And Jesus says, you'll be judged in your sin. You'll remain in those sins. Uh, Bill, we've got just a, a little bit of time here, about a minute left. And what I want to do is, you're going to have to call me in on another number because I forgot that uh, GCN cuts this off. So I sent that to you on text and we'll go over time a little bit. So you guys can pick us up on Sons of Liberty Media dot com, uh, DLive TV at the Sons of Liberty before it's news dot com and also on Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. But what I want to do is you're on a number of uh, social media platforms. Can you tell people where they if they want to hook up with you and they want to see some of the stuff that you put out, uh, some of the stuff that sparks conversation or you're just sharing some of your thoughts and things? Where can they find you at?
4: You can find me on Facebook, Bill Evans, truck driver theologian. Or on Gab, Bill Evans, truck driver theologian.
6: Okay, all right. Bill's going to join us. He's going to pick it up a little bit, and we're going to take this on uh, a little bit. But we won't keep him long because he's got places to be and people to see and babies to kiss, right? So <laughs> we won't we won't keep him long, but we do want him to come on and uh, and to join us. And Bill, just uh, I sent you the number to call in on your text. All right. And, and we'll you. talk to you there. So Bill's going to join right, us. You guys join us on all of this, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Be with us in the morning, 6 a.m. Lord willing, we're going to be back with you. SonsofLibertyMedia.com, SonsofLibertyRadio.com. Hang on. Okay, we want to c- welcome everybody coming over from the many stations that we've got coming on, uh, as well as... Uh, and I Got Bill calling in here. Uh so we want to welcome everybody coming in from the stations who've been listening. I think it's like 154 stations who are listening, and also from those who've been listening with GCN. Bill, are you there? I am. All right. So Bill's on with us again. And just let's let's just we won't take up a lot of your time to do that. But I think this is something that probably needs some hours to flesh out for some people because I know people have have questions. Well, how can God be behind it, but man be responsible? As far as why it's coming. And I don't I don't think they get probably that what seems like it's a paradox, but it's really not. God said, if you work this way, this is the way I behave towards you. Um, so it's not a thing of man's making it happen, uh, even though indirectly he is, he's disobeying the commands of God. And as God does that, he uses different means by which he judges them, and in some case, and for his own people, he disciplines them. Uh, how would you speak to somebody who says, "I'm not really following what you're saying because it sounds to me like you're saying, well, God's responsible for quote unquote evil
4: well that's the that's the um the uh, conundrum that um Paul was addressing in Romans chapter nine where people said well if god if 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 God made me this way, then why does he judge me why why does he condemn it?" I mean, I, I'm just acting the way he made me, and 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 interestingly enough, um, Paul never really addresses the question directly. He said, "Who are you, oh man?" to answer back to God. He's actually going back and quoting Isaiah, where he was talking about. He's saying, well, "You're putting. How did you, How can you put a, a wicked man in charge? Uh, God doesn't answer uh, all of our questions, and uh, and His ways are past finding out." Uh, He doesn't owe us an explanation. Look at the book of Job. I mean, one of the most poignant stories in all scripture of a righteous man. Even when it was Satan who cursed him, uh, uh, Job said, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He knew that Satan couldn't do anything unless God permitted it or decreed it. And so ultimately, we have to say, well, who is really responsible for everything? Well, God is at the top. Let's let that's it's, God and Satan are not equally paired. It's not like Godzilla and King Kong where they're equally paired, and we have to wait, you know, to see who who comes out on top. God is unequal, and everything is His. You know, one of my favorite doxologies in all of Scripture is in First Chronicles 29. We we, you asked about earlier. I kind of jumped the gun, said everything belongs to God. You know, so when Caesar says what I said, you know, the problem with giving Caesar the, the things that are Caesars is that Caesar claims everything. I mean, he claims your children, he claims your health, he claims your bodily autonomy. He tries to be God. But here's what. But here's what David said. He said, "Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in heavens and earth." Yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. And in your hand is power and might. It lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and we praise your glorious name. But who am I, who are my people, that we should be able to offer as generously as all this? For all things come from you, and from your hand we have given you. And so, uh, everything is yours your your whole your name is holy and in your and it is from your hand and uh, uh, this abundance and all is yours first chronicles twenty nine you know from him through him and to him are all things in christ we live and move and have our being paul tells the Colossians so I simply say that Caesar is God's servant to punish evil to protect the innocent. And when a servant proves to be a bad servant, then they become an illegitimate servant and But first and foremost, we must obey God rather than men and And so when the when our when our quote unquote civil servants when they when they go outside their delegated authority, then they have abdicated their authority in my opinion and and we have at that right as much as we can to uh, ignore them now we also we also recognize that you know Jesus knew that his people in in first century uh Israel were living under a roman uh rule and uh, they didn't have any political capital they didn't have any power so if a roman centurion said carry my 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 kit my baggage my shield and, and my armor my food and stuff a mile they were you know uh then it was probably a good idea to do it too, just to basically uh, put a little bit of space between you and their tyranny and to build a little bit of of good grace because uh you know i'm so i'm not i'm not I'm not um advocating poking the bear I'm saying that as mu- that we we endeavor to live peaceable and quiet lives. To right. work, to raise our children, yep. to educate our children, to worship God, to make a living, to store up so that we have enough for times of, of leanness, not only for ourselves, but for our neighbors, so that we can be good neighbors and we can love them as ourselves. And so you can't give people what you don't have. So it's imperative that we're productive and that we lay up that we be frugal, we be good savers. We make preparations. We see the righteous man sees trouble. And, and hides himself and prepares, from it. Yeah, he Means he, he makes preparations yep. to weather the storm.
6: Yeah, that's totally. That's totally. That's totally true. Now, you know, oftentimes, and, and I pointed out to a friend, uh, he was asking about Hebrews six, and I did this on a show before. But the writer of Hebrews says, you know, let's move on from the elementary things we've learned: faith, we've learned baptism, wow. we've learned repentance of sin, but. But well, then when we start with, when we get to that one, we kind of go, okay, has the church learned to repent of her sin? Because, you know, the Bible tells us there's a generation coming that thinks they're, they're, they've are they're been washed from their filthiness and they're still in their sin. And I think we see that in the modern American church today. We may see it in other parts of the world too, but especially here in America, we see a large majority of the American church that thinks Well, I just got to ask Jesus in my heart. Now, that's not in Scripture anywhere. It says you must be born again. It says that God takes out of you a heart of stone, that rebellious will that you have, because God doesn't want your old dirty heart. It's sinful. He wants to get it out and get rid of it, and he wants to put a heart of flesh in you that Jesus purchased with his own blood. What happens to the people of God here, Bill? What would be a final thought that you would give to anybody who claims that they're a Christian, whether they are a real one or not, but... They claim it. They claim they're 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 they've been bought by Christ, that they have been born again, that they are in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, that they're to be obedient to God. What would be a final thought that you have for them in who are who are in the United States of America? What would be a thought final thought that you would you would have for them and maybe a word of scripture that would exhort them towards that?
4: Well, I, I it's a little song little Ditty I taught my, my my children when they were young, and we used to say and we used to sing it, read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day, read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow you'll grow i mean i can't give people any better advice than read your Bible and pray every day amen i mean it, it, the, 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 the barna institute uh the barna group uh, you know their their polls indicate that people are uh, Americans are woefully biblically illiterate. Most Christians don't read their Bibles daily. Uh, they've never read the entire Bible. Uh, you would, you, they could not name the books of the Bible. They could not give you an order. They couldn't find Hosea or Obadiah without going to the index. And they don't understand how to read it. They don't understand hermeneutics. They don't understand that if they're reading somebody else's mail, uh, your, your, your caller who asked about Hebrews 6, you do realize, of course, that Hebrews 6 was not written to you.
6: That's exactly Hebrews right, 6,
4: yeah. Hebrews, Hebrews was written to Hebrews who had, who had begun following Messiah, Yeshua as the Messiah, and were experiencing extreme persecutions from their peer group and were being tempted to go back to the law. They had been they, they had embraced that God justified them by grace through faith they, as children of Abraham, but because of peer pressure, because of hardship, they were being sorely tempted to fall back, to go back to Judaism, to go back to the law, the the temple sacrifices, and trying to, you know, I was telling one of my grandkids the other day. I said the difference between Christianity and all other religions is that in every religion, God. God, uh, you know, God saves you when you. Uh, uh, God saves good people, and I said Christianity. God saves bad people. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> you no, know,
6: we don't. We don't earn salvation. Uh, faith is a gift. And he doesn't. And, and he, let me add, he doesn't do it. He doesn't save bad people based on all of a sudden they become good. He does it by grace alone because of what his son, the Lord Jesus, did alone. It isn't based on the person uh, at all. Yes, of course. Yeah.
4: In love, he he predestines us to adoption of sons through Jesus Christ himself. He predestines those, and he predestines everything. There's nothing, there's not a random molecule in the entire universe that does what it wants to do. That's right. Every molecule in the cosmos does what God has ordained it to do. Even Satan, Satan—I I, I like to say—Satan wasn't even
6: king in hell. Christ, it's it's God's that's hell. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and when, so, uh, you know that's that's I one think, of the let me let me throw something in. That's one of the things Billy Graham used to speak of. He said, "You're going out into a Christless eternity," and is and he would talk about hell, and I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute." My Bible says. That they're they're tormented in the presence of the Lamb, and of the saints, and so hell. When hell's there, what's going on? Well, that's God too. It's just Him in the fullness of His wrath. Not an issue of uh, you know like what it is. And, in and, and, and this of, will be a Christ. topic for another discussion. Yep, sure. But know, the word hell does, going? <laughs> the word hell
4: doesn't appear in the in the Bible. You're right. Uh, it, it doesn't appear in the Greek Septuagint, it doesn't appear in the Hebrew Old Testament, it doesn't appear in the Koine Greek New Testament. There are three different words for hell, Gehenna, Hades, Sheol, and yep. Tartarus, and they have very specific meanings. But that's a that's a topic for another day. But I really do encourage people to read their Bible, and, and actually, don't try to read it like a newspaper. Read it like you're reading—my uh, best advice is, is try to put yourself— in the place of a young Christian in the first century, living in Palestine, either a Greek proselyte to Judaism who, came, who became a convert to Yeshua, or a, or a Hebrew, who a born Hebrew of the, one of the tribes who became a convert of Yeshua as a rabbi, and eventually you, did, you came to believe that he was, in fact, the Messiah, the Christ. Try to, you know, practice reading the bible from that perspective you are living under roman domination you have been you've been living under the law and that law has been perverted by men with its with their traditions and they have missed the spirit of god's intent and have gotten into the letter and it's and it's and its and, it's, and their faith has been reduced now to a godless formalism and that's the, that's that's your culture. That's where, you're, that's where you're growing up. And now you have this rabbi who comes on the scene, and he's casting out demons. He's raising the dead. He's healing the sick. He is teaching with authority that no one else no, – no, like no one you've ever heard before. And, and now you're a new convert. But when he talks about the things – th- the end of all things is near. The end of all what things? He's talking about the end of the world? Well, obviously not. That was 2,000 years ago. He's talking about the end of the Old Covenant. Yep. And ask, so what did the Jews believe that Messiah would do when he arrived? Now, they rejected Christ as Messiah, by and large, but they believed that when Messiah came, he would do three things. He would raise the dead, crush his enemies, and, and establish his everlasting kingdom of righteousness. So, I encourage people to start reading their Bible from the perspective that you're in the first century and you're a young a young convert and bear in mind the scriptures that they possessed was the Old Testament Now they were getting the New Testament it was being inspired and written in letters and preached and they were people were writing down and 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 beginning to assemble the New testament but if people look at, at Revelation and they want to try to take what's happening in Ukraine or happening with the EU or happening with coronavirus or whatever, and they, they, go, they try to find it in the pages of Revelation, the better you know the Old Testament, the better you'll understand the book of Revelation. Because the book of Revelation, 420 some odd verses, has over 525 allusions or references to the Old Testament. It is the mo- it it quotes the Old Testament more than mi- any book in the New Testament. Yep. So, so much of the symbolism, the apocryphal symbolism, the language, the visions, the verses, the the, the fulfillment—it's it's from the Old Covenant. This is the completion of the prophecies that have been given to the people of Israel about the end of the Old Covenant and the inauguration of of Messiah's new everlasting, better covenants. So that would be my suggestion to people. uh, Fall in love with Jesus. Read his word. Pray every day. Trust God. Work hard. Make all you can. Give all you can.
6: Amen. Amen. No, I think that was a great way to finish things out. Bill, um, I'm going to hold you over. So hang on the line, and I'm going to close out the show, and then I'll talk to you. Give me a few seconds to shut down the show here guys uh be sure to catch us in the morning six a m eastern time sons of dot com and the lord will will talk to you then and uh I, I hope the message has been good for you guys because this is something that's con- it's between me and bradley every day we're talking about this kind of thing how do you know we know we can't make people repent we know we can't give them new hearts we can't do any of that stuff. All we can do is be faithful to the message that's given, like Ezekiel was. Son of man, do you know whether these bones can live? I don't know, God, but you know. You know where they can live, and he says, we'll preach to them. And so Ezekiel preaches to the valley of dry bones, these dead bones, and what happens? The Spirit of God comes. That's the symbolism of the wind, which Jesus references in John chapter 3, by the way, when you see the new birth, if you want to reference those things. And what happens? The the bones come together, there's sinew, there's muscle, there's skin, there's flesh. And he says, this is the whole house of Israel. No, he's not talking about a geopolitical state. He's talking about his Israel, the Israel that he saves, the Romans 11 Israel that he saves uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ. So keep that in mind when when you're thinking on these things. And again, we'll be back with you in the morning, Lord willing. Talk to you then. See you.